Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, The Grassroot Graphics, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the CELT podcast. In our Premier Division, Highgate Albion 1, Heavy Hitters 0. In our Game of the Week, Mill Hill Club the Football 4, Memetchik Galata 1. I did go for a 2-1 win for uh, Mill Hill Club the Football. Um, they did play the week before as well in the um, Invitational Cup and Memetchik just came out with a victory there. But I thought... Playing at home, it would suit Mill Hill Club the football a bit better. They're, they're very good at home and um, on a day proved proved it. And uh, yeah, big result over Memichik. Into the championship, Barnet Borough 5, New World 6 and Showtime 3, Supreme Athletic 1. In Division 1, AFC Rosa 3, Continental 2 and South Tottenham United 1, Fireside 2. In Division 2, Underdogs 3, Anatolians 1. And in our game of the week, Omonia U5, Real Menza 2. Bit of a shock here, I actually had a 3-1 win for Real Menza. They've been playing really well lately, um, but that's a fantastic result for Omonia Youth. Um, who kind of put themselves back in that title hunt. It's kind of a four-way battle between them, Underdogs, Highgate Albion 3rds and Real Menza. Uh, in Division 3, Armenian Youth Association 0, NLR 2 and AFC Edmonton 1, North London Athletic Seconds 4. In Division 4, Maida via 6, Cricklewood 3, Camden FC 1, Northwest Wolves 3, Reverend Reporters 3, Whetstone FC 8 and Shentry Athletic 2, Nissi 0. Division 5, Edmonton Rovers 4, Cognac Athletic 0. London Orient 2, Camden Lock 1. Division 6, Nissy Seconds 2, Noble Games 2. London Football School 3, Racing Keeblers 0. And Southgate Rovers 2, AFC Trent 7. In the Veterans Division, in the Veterans Division East, AFC Muswell Hill Vets 4, London Turkish Masters Vets 2. And in the Veterans Division West, Joga Benito Vets 5, Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets 3. And West London Vets 6, AFC Vets 2. Into the cup action in the Roger Jones Challenge Cup. AFC Oakwood 2, Ammonia Youth Seconds 1. Uh, in our game of the week, Olympia 1, North London Athletic 1. I did have it down for a 3-2 win. I thought it would be a tight game and it proved that way. Red card for each team as well. Looked like it was a bit of a, a temper, tempestuous affair. Sorry, I didn't get that out right, but yeah, seems like it was a bit of a fiery one. Um, but Olympia, moving on against one of the hardest teams, probably 
you know, left in a draw in North London Athletic. They've been fantastic this season as well. Um, but yeah, Olympia progressed to the next round in the John Motson Challenge Cup. Royal Parthenon 2, Highgate Albion 2nd 3, Albany Athletic 4, Pantera 1 and Trent Park 5, North London Colts 1. In the London Sunday Junior Cup, AFC Muswell Hill nil, Hartford Athletic 2. Uh, in the Invitational Cup, Comic Beer 2, Highgate Albion 3rds 1, Brillix Ball 3, FC Deportivo 1, AFC Rose 2, Horizon 2. AFC Rose winning 3-2 on penalties there. Um, fantastic result for us against the team in the in the division above. Um, I thought we played really well. I thought we had a better team. And uh, we probably could have won it in in normal time as well. Um, but yeah, it was a great performance. Uh, and we move on to the next round. Um, Northumberland Park Rangers 3 mil Club the Football seconds nil, And Sopranos... Three Zaza five in the Veterans Cup. Alexandra Park Vets two. Trent Park Vets three. Crouch and Vampires Vets nil. Continental fifty eight Vets two, and Roven Reporters Vets three. West London Casuals Vets six, and in the London Sunday Trophy, our last game of the week. Interman Razor twenty four three Oakwood A one. Um, this went to extra time as well, so it was one all, and then two goals in extra time. Um, Sills, um, Interman Razor's place in the final. Um, so well done to them. Yeah, two goals in in extra time. They actually scored a late one as well. They scored in the 86th minute to uh, to equalise as well. So. Uh, they battled back from adversity and, yeah, they've made the London Sunday Trophy final. So, big congratulations to them. Um, moving on now into the fixtures in our Premier Division. Park Royals taking on Highgate Albion. The Wrongans facing Mehmetshik Galata. And in our game of the week, Mill Club of Football looking to build on that good home win. Taking on heavy hitters who are looking to consolidate second. There's a bit of a battle there. I think top spots kind of eluded everyone now. But there's still a you know a good fight for second. And Mill Hill Club, the football, could be in that fight as well. Um, I think it'll be a good game. I can see each other's, both teams cancelling each other's out. Uh, I've gone for a two-all draw in that one. In Division 1, AFC Rose taking on the Continental. And in another game of the week, Fireside taking on AFC Rosa. Um, Fireside actually got the better of AFC Rosa where they met last time in the league. Um, but I think AFC Rosa will get their revenge in this game. I've gone for a 3-1 win for them. In Division 2, North East Lions taking on FC Deportivo. North London Colts... Oh, and uh, underdogs taking on Sopranos. In Division 3, North London Colts taking on Northumberland Park Rangers. In Division 4, Nissi taking on Camden FC. Cricklewood taking on Locomotive Thunder. And Northwest Wolves facing Roman Reporters. In Division 5, Camden Lock taking on Radlett Town. Enfield Albion taking on Edmonton Rovers. And Millhill Club of Football Seconds taking on New Barnet. 
In Division 6, no ball games taking on London Football School. In the Veterans Division, in the Veterans Division East, Rover Reporters Vets taking on London Lions Vets. And in the Veterans Division West, there's a double header between West London Casuals and Joker Benito and Pro Touch SA, SA Vets and AFC Vets. In the Middlesex Veterans Cup, Bellstone taking on Sheba Old Stars. In the Roger Jones Challenge Cup, Fireside taking on Albany Athletic and Pantera taking on Zaza. In the John Motson Challenge Cup, AFC Oakwood taking on Highgate Albion thirds. North London Athletic seconds taking on Highgate Albion seconds. Whetstone FC taking on East Finchley. And Anatolians taking on Armenian Youth Association. And in our final game of the week in the Premier Cup, Komi Kebir taking on North London Athletic. Um, they always have a competitive game, these two. But I think North London Athletic will just have too much for Komi Kebir. I've gone for a 4-1 win for North London Athletic. In the Intermediate Cup, South Tottenham United taking on Interman Razor 24 and Berylic Spore facing Trent Park. In the Junior Cup, NLR taking on AFC Monsport Hill. In the BSFL Shield, London Orient taking on Atletico Grammar. And Ammonia Youth Seconds taking on AFC Trent. In the London Sunday Junior Cup, its quarterfinal stage is Maida Via taking on Long Lane Seconds. In the Invitational Cup, Enfield United taking on AFC Edmonton. Gowell Stars taking on Showtime. And in the Veterans Cup, Highgate Albion Vets taking on Trent Park Vets. And London Turkish Masters Vets taking on Continental Vets. Join us next week. We'll have the results and the fixtures from the Barnet League. Hello and welcome to Bromley South London Football League, part of the Stoke podcast all around the leagues for this week. Daniel Hollis here, League Secretary, reporting on results from uh, last Saturday, looking ahead to... Um, at the league tables and we head to fixtures for next week. We'll still do a little run down of top goal scores this week. We always used to do that at the end of the month as a kind of summing up um, show. So let's first go to the results from Saturday the 3rd of February. And uh, let's go to the John Cooper Premier Division first. We have three games on in our top division this week. And a, a welcome win. First league win in the season for Farnborough. Uh, reserves 4-1 winners against um, Eltham Town. Uh, TJ Cody amongst the scorers there, one of their uh, regular scorers, um, so really good win for them. A 2-2 draw with Olam and Falconwood reserves. Um, sad to hear there were some issues um, with some um, offensive behaviour towards our referee there, which is intimidating behaviour, which we'll, 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 as a committee we'll have to check out. And then the other game was a very one-sided one, Sporting Club Beckenham um, walking away with the title, it appears, this year. 10-0 winners against Orpington reserves. James Hunter with a hat-trick and Callum Lansley with two in their big win there. Right, Jim Hampson Division 1. And we had uh, Croft and Albion continued their amazing form. 4-1 winners against Bexley A. They were our most successful team in January, actually, Croft and Albion. And they've carried it on here. Two goals for Dylan Gilbert in amongst that win. Um, they're really pushing on for promotion at the moment. Elton Eagles, our leaders, uh, lost at home to Stansfield A. One of the teams that actually finished above them in the... Um, in Division 2 last year. Good win for Stansfield. Liam Murray with two of their goals, uh, with both their goals, actually, uh, in that one. Um, and then we had a cracking game. Groundhoppers against London Legends. I heard from the referee in this one. Groundhoppers were 
two up with about 10 minutes to play and conspired to lose. Uh, so they'll be absolutely gutted about that. A uh, good win for London Legends, return to form for them. Andre Mason off the bench with one of their goals um, there. So, yeah, bad result for ground hoppers. But um, good to see they had a squad out with some subs as well because they often have struggled for players the last couple of years. Right, into Rich Lane Division 2. A bit of a surprise here. Blackheath, 3-2 winners against Standard Ballers. Uh, Dan Corbett with a hat-trick. Cancelled out Daniel McLaughlin's uh, double for Standard Ballers. Uh, Dan Corbett, a signing from uh, Elton Town in the new year and I think he will make a big difference so he scored goals in our top division before uh, he'll make a big difference for them and uh, he is already 3-2 wins against Standard Ballers who were second uh, Falcon Development good 2-1 win for them away at Orpington Development who are definitely far more competitive under their new manager than they were before and then um, a big win for Blackheath Village 5-0 uh, away from home against Red Velvet they beat Beckham Knights 5-0 last week I was expecting this one to be closer uh, good win for them 5-0 um, pushes them back up into that sort of promotion race. So, John Cooper Premier Division does look like Sporting Club Beckenham running away with it. They're now 16 points clear, although Old Roan have four games in hand. Then Olam after that and AFC Bethwin, Elton Town, Falconwood Reserves, Orpington Reserves, West Wickham Albion, who sadly I think have dropped out of the league. Then Farnborough up to four points and Latin United with no points from the three games they played uh, also dropped out of the league. Jim Hampson Division 1 closed everything up. Elton Eagles losing. They're on 24 points. Croft and Albion are into the uh, top two now on goal difference from Bexley A, who they beat. Stansfield and London Legends are joint um, fourth on 19 points. And then Beckenham and Atletico Londres joint on 16 points. And Old Smiths a point further back on 15 Groundhoppers on seven points, Old Peeps on six, and FC Thamesmead on four points. Such a competitive division, everyone beating everyone. Richard Ailing, Division 2, and here we have Blackie Village on top now, on goal difference from Falconwood Development. Uh, LP Athletic have got games in hand, they're two points further back, and then Standard Ballers, a point behind them. Blackheath on 19 points in the mix for sure, Red Velvet 17 points. And Tevy on 12, Beckham Town Juniors on 11, Orpington 10, and Beckham Knights without a point. Right, looking at uh, top goal scorers, let's do that. So in the John Cooper Premier Division to begin with, we'll look at our goal scorers. It's no surprise um, who's at the top. Pat Brennan of Old Roan, followed by Chris McGinty of Sporting Club Beckenham, 18 goals and 17 goals. Then Ibrahim Carbo of Olam with 15, Elliot Anderson of uh, Sporting Club Beckenham with 14. And then James Hunter of Sporting Club Beckham and Samuel Spong of Old Rome with 10. Um, then Jim Hampson, Division 1. And our top goal scorer is from Beckham, 21 goals. Uh, Chinoso Emekekwu. He's made a massive difference for them this year. Nine appearances, 21 goals. I mean, what a player uh, he sounds. I haven't seen him play yet. Richard Titmus of Eltham Eagles next with 12. Uh, Samuel Alessania of Beckham with 10. Emmanuel Dissi of uh, FC Thamesmead with 10, doing well to do 10 goals in five games with the team bottom of the league. And then Hakeem Stewart of Crofton next with nine from eight games. Then down into uh, Rich Lading Division 2. And our top scorers there, Fraser Wright of Blackheath has got 18 in 12 games. Daniel McGorkin of Standard Borders, 17. Samuel Oviawe, 11. And then uh, he's of Red Velvet. And then Neil Jeff of Red Velvet. Uh, Jason Hamnett of Blackheath. And Oliver Wilson of Beckham Town with 10. Um, so there you go, there's the top goal scorers. Now, fixtures next week. We've got a really interesting Kent Junior Cup game with Sporting Club Beckenham against Old Roan, our top two. Sporting Club Beckenham beat Old Roan 2 0 the other week. They're also not scheduled to play each other until the final in, in the um, Queen Mary or Ron Pope Cup. So they could be playing each other a lot this season. In our cups, we've got Queen Mary Cup second round, Langley Park Athletic, LP Athletic at home to Elton Town. 
That's um, one of the stronger teams in Division 2 against a mid-table uh, Premier side. Uh, Elizabeth Jake, quarter-final, London Legends against Elton Eagles. Should be a good battle, that, between two Division 1 sides. Then in our Premier Division, only one game, uh, Falconwood Reserves at home to Farnborough Reserves, hoping to pick up some more points. Uh, Jim Hampson Division 1, we've got Atletico Londres against Groundhoppers, Bexley A against Old Peeps, and Thamesmead against Oldsmiths. And then Richard in Division 2, uh, really interesting game, Falconwood against um, development against Blackheath Village. Um, two of the teams that are flying at the moment, first and second, although other teams have got games in hand. Then Orpington development against Blackheath, Red Velvet against Beckham Town, and Standard Ballers against Beckham Knights. Look like some really good games. Uh, it's supposed to be wet the next few days, but hopefully we'll get those games played. And I look forward to seeing what the results turn out on the weekend. Okay, thanks for listening um, and goodbye. Hello and welcome to this Essex Alliance League Roundup as we look back at all the action from the month of January as we head into the last few months of the season. As ever, we'll start our roundup in the senior division and at the top of the table, a familiar face, FC Barese, now well sitting 12 points clear at the top of the table and very much in the ascendancy. Albeit there are teams behind them with games in hand who could move close, but perhaps not close enough. And Barese are now only five games away, in fact, um, from finishing their season and they could well therefore finish it in, in the well, best part of a month and a half's time. Uh, the best place side to chase them down is Woodford East sitting second. They have uh, three games in hand on Barese uh, which could take them to as close as three points behind. Those teams have played each other twice so they are really f- uh, hoping for favours to try and overturn the leaders. Down in third place, Chadwell Heath Spartans, another side beaten by Barese recently in their fixtures, um, sitting six points behind second spot there and now pretty much unable to put a put a, a tilt in for the title. Down in fourth place, a young Haringey Borough under-23 side have impressed in their first season in the league, playing some excellent football. They sit four points back in fourth place, 11 wins from their 22 games played this season. And another young side, just below them, in fact, by a point, Walthamstow Reserves have had a real solid run in the re- in recent weeks. They also have 11 victories in the league from 21. Limewell Gardens were one of the sides heavily fancied to be involved with the action at the top of the table. They have slid away in recent weeks after a difficult spell, but they do still sit sixth and with games in hand. Uh, they're on 31 points. Down in seventh place, Friendford Development have had some good results over the last month or so. They sit right in the middle of the table uh, with 10 wins and 10 defeats and a draw from their 21 games, also on 31 points. FC Petra Cub down in eighth place uh, have games in hand on the sides above them. They've only played 19. They've won eight and drawn five of those. Um, So obviously those draws there have been a bit of a problem. They have 29 points and very much hoping for a a finish in, in, in the top half of the table. Just behind them, their rivals, Rapid Chingford, also having just played the 19 games with eight victories to their name, another side who will harbour hopes of a top-half finish. The last month or so has been the the month for CSM London to make their move. They were really struggling um, early in December, um, but over the Christmas period and into January, they've been excellent form. They have accrued 24 points now with seven victories from their 21 games and now sitting 10th in the table, um, some way clear of the danger beneath them. Just below them by a couple of points are Baker 693, who are, again, not out of the mix for, for relegation worries, but they are um, having a slight cushion on the sides below. They have 22 points from their 21 games. 
It's really in the hands of Averley under 23s at present. They sit in 12th place, just hovering above the relegation zone. Five victories from 18. They'll need to make some of those games in hand pay um, and climb away from trouble. Just below them, Priory Park Rangers with seven games of their season to go sit three points away from safety. So they're not that far, um, but they have played more games than all of the sides around them uh, with just the four victories following their promotion this season. Sporting Hackney sit down in 14th, but actually have played the least number of games in the division. So again, they're another side who will want to make those games in hand pay as the season progresses. They have just 14 points from their 18 games played. And four points behind them are an improving kit-out London side. Very much struggled in the first few weeks of the season, um, but have had some improved results in recent times. Um, they've got eight games left in their season, sitting eight points away from safety. They have ten points with two wins and four draws to their name. We move now into Premier Division East. And Fairlock Rovers are still at the top of the table, as they have been for many of these reports but they have lost a game in recent weeks. Yes, they 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 saw their uh, winless run, their sorry, their unbeaten run come to an end uh, with a single goal defeat. I believe that was against Dagenham United, possibly at Fairlop a few weeks back. Um, but they do still sit top by a point, but lot with lots of games in hand on the sides around them. So they remain in pole position very much so, and also in the semi-final of the Essex Junior Cup too. As I say, in second place, Dagenham United have had a good run of form in recent weeks. Um, they are up to second now with 23 points from 13. Of course, they'll be looking to bounce back into, into step seven after relegation last season. They're sitting there in second. Just below them, a side they beat at the weekend, in fact, Newbury Athletic. Um, six wins, uh, one of the sides who were heavily fancied for a promotion tilt, but they have lost seven games in the league this season albeit they only sit in two points off the promotion places. Uh, those draws for Dagenham United really are, are what might might scupper their chances later on in the season. Then we've got a, a cluster of three clubs, really, who could push their way into that picture, beginning with Waltham Abbey A, who have 19 points from 10 games with six wins and a draw, um, but they've only lost the three games. So if they were to win their games in hand, they could very much be in second place uh, in a few weeks' time. Similar story, in fact, almost identical story to Onga Town. Also, six wins and a draw from 10, giving them 19 points as well. Just goal difference there, separating Onga from Waltham Abbey. And the side, perhaps, with all the aces up their sleeve, are Unity. Uh, five wins and a draw and one defeat from only seven games played. They've not even yet reached the halfway mark, which gives them 16 points. And of course, lots of big games to be played against the sides above them. So they have things very much in their hands. In seventh place, we find Seoul, who have had two wins on the spin in, in recent weeks. They are sitting relatively comfortably in seventh spot, you might say, perhaps looking more upwards than downwards. Uh, four wins and three draws for the side based in Hainal. Sitting three points below them are their uh, co-tenants, in fact, something from nothing, who have four wins from 12 so far this year following their promotion. They are sitting just above the relegation zone, albeit the sides below them do have games in hand, so that could be an important factor. And the first of those sides sitting in the relegation zone at present are Redbridge Community, who have only played 10 games, so they're just over the halfway mark in their season. And in fact, they won at the weekend to um, bring their points tally to seven, which means they're five points off from safety, but with two games in hand. Um, but at the bottom of the table, and probably 
Uh, the, one of the sides which will be first to be relegated this season are Leighton City, who, with just three games of their season remaining, sit on three points. Um, so they are nine points adrift to safety. So they really do need to win all of those games and hope for favours of uh, other things around them. Now, the West Division, what a division this is proving to be at the top of the table with sides beating each other quite regularly here. It's Philip United who lead the way uh, at this stage of the season with 10 victories, 2 draws and 1 defeat uh, to their name from 13 games played. They sit on 32 points um, with 9 games of the season to go. But down in second place, we have Newham Wanderers who have fought their way into that position and in fact play the league leaders this coming weekend. Also 10 league victories, giving them 31 points in the, in the, in the league. Now we have Snaresbrook sitting in third place who have been the long-time leaders in this division with, with Philip for most of the time. Also 10 victories, but now three defeats to their name. But they do have a game in hand on the side above, so they could well still move above Newham Wanderers into second spot. A bit of a gap then down to the next best side, which is fourth place Renegades, who've had an excellent run themselves up into fourth with eight victories from 12 this term, giving them 24 points. And then a cluster of two teams sitting on 21 points, which is Wapping with seven victories, giving them 21 points. Also seven victories for sixth placed London Park City, uh, who have played a game more, um, but they also have 21 points. Down into 7th place, we find London Cranes, one of the sides actually to beat um, Snaresbrook at the weekend. Um, they have 19 points with a game in hand on the sides above, 6 victories and a draw. Um, they'll certainly be looking to impact things in the top 4 or 5 this season, you would have thought. Another side in decent form are Barking side under 21s, who took points off the league leaders just a week ago and won again at the weekend. They're up onto 18 points now. Uh, five victories and three draws and quite some way ahead of the next group of clubs who are really battling it out to avoid being two of the uh, the two teams to go down. And that little cluster of teams begins with ninth place North East Lions who have just the nine points this season, um, three victories from 13 games. Exactly the same record, albeit from one game more for FC Baracy Reserves in 10th spot. They also have nine points. Uh, down in 11th, we find Wanstead, who have just seven points. Um, so only two points adrift to safety there, Wanstead, um, with seven games to go. So lots of football to be played. And bottom of the table, but again, with uh, lots of football to come, uh, 10 games, in fact, to be played by Athletic Newham A. They only have the one victory and five points on the board, but 30 points still at play for them as well. Into Division 1 now. And uh, at the top of the table here, it's it's anybody's game, to be quite frank. It's Woodford East Reserves, who sit top at the moment. Um, they have just the three games left in the season as well. They're seven points clear with nine victories and two draws, giving them 29 points. Um, but they're going to run out of games at some point, and that could open the, the path for perhaps uh, one of the sides to follow. St. City look good odds to be one of those sides involved. They've only played nine games so far. Uh, so they have seven games still to go, seven wins and a draw, just a single defeat uh, for the side there from East Ham, giving them 22 points. And that's just a point ahead of third place Royal Lions, who um, were one of the sides, again, who were looking to be a threat, have dropped some points in recent weeks, but they have six wins and three draws, giving them 21 points. And that's a point ahead of fourth place Ocean Pacific on 20 
um, part of that little cluster of clubs who can still make a good impact on what's what's going on above. They have six wins and two draws from 12 so far. A bit of a gap then down to fifth place Old Estamians who have 16 points this season with four victories, four draws and four defeats from 12 games. And that then a bit of a gap then down to sixth place Chingford Athletic Reserves who do have some games in hand on the teams above so could could make a move further up the table. Four wins and a draw from 10 there for the side based in Chingford. Um, then down to seventh place where we find Lymore Gardens under 23s uh, who sit six points uh, clear of the safety zone uh, with 12 points there. Four, four wins giving them those points. And the two sides presently occupying the bottom two, we start with eighth place Freetown, who have six points from just the two victories so far this term. Uh, they have games in hand though, so who knows, but they'll need to win a fair proportion of their remaining games to try and avoid the drop. And Haringey United, who uh, only have five games of their season to go, um, they sit 11 points adrift. So doing the maths there, they really are going to have to pretty much win every game they have remaining um, and hope that sides above them obviously don't win anything else either. So looking like they're Haringey United um, struggling to stay in that division, just a single point so far. Into Division 2 now, and we begin with Royal Forest sitting top of the table as per um, previous reports. Um, they have dropped points though in, in, in the uh, preceding period. Um, that was to second place Raynham and Barking Phoenix actually. So Royal Forest sit top, still unbeaten. Um, 10 wins and a draw from 11 games. Um, so that five games left to go there to try and win the league title. But Raynham and Barking Phoenix will chase them down probably to the very last game, you would think. A game in hand there which could see them move to within three points of the leaders. Um, 25 points with eight wins and a draw, giving them 25 points. Old Barcabians have 20 points, five points behind and, and from a game more. So we're not, not sure whether they would be able to force themselves into a promotion push there. But they've had six victories and two draws. I think a pretty reasonable season there for the side from South Park Drive. We then move to Collier Row Reserves, who have five wins and a draw from their 10 played so far this year. So six games left for them. They could force their way into perhaps third place if they were to win a good number of those um, as the season progresses. We then find Chadwell Heath Spartans, who have been on a bit of a run. They have well, they had been struggling um, in the middle part of the season. They've just started to really rise up through the ranks there. But only five games of their season left. Four victories and a draw, seeing them on to 13 points there. And they could be overtaken by sixth-place friend for day, who have two games in hand on Chadwell Heath. Three wins and a draw for the promoted side there, giving them 10 points to date. And that's a point more than the County Cup semi-finalists. Yes, Dagenham United Reserves are in the semi-final of the Essex Saturday Junior Trophy, which is an excellent feat considering their league position this season. Just the three wins in the league from nine games, and that's given them nine points, of course. The two sides occupying the bottom two as we move into the remaining games are Chingford Harriers sitting eighth, just one win in the league so far this year, um, although doing slightly better in, in the League Cup. Three points, therefore, their tally. And in ninth spot, Redbridge Community Reserves sit bottom of the table, just a single point, which came from a draw, um, giving them one point. Moving now into Division 3, and a real battle forming here. Um, it's going to be a case of Woodford Town under 23s probably setting 
the points tally for others to chase. They have just the five games left in their season. 13 victories from the side based at Whitbread. 39 points, therefore, an 11-point lead over the chasing sides. Um, now, Old Parkonians do sit second uh, with a game in hand, so could, of course, bring that tally down to an eight-point gap. Um, nine victories and a draw for the side there from Barking side. But the story really will be whether Collier O'Wills can chase down the, ta- the total. They have nine wins from nine in Division 3, um, 27 points, therefore, and very much the side who you expect will be um, trying to chase that t- that target as we get to the second half of the season. They're not yet at the halfway mark in their league fixtures. Down in fourth place, Glendale have been pretty much thereabouts all season long. Um, they sit there with 23 points from 13 games, seven wins and two draws there for the Dows. Melbourne Sports sit just below by a point um, in fifth place with six wins but 16 games played. So just four games left there for Melbourne to try and improve on their league position. Then two teams sit on 21 points, beginning with sixth place changing lives, who have six victories and three draws from their 12 games so far this term. And also on 21 points is Broadway Athletic, who have had a great run of results really in recent weeks. Um, Now moved up to seventh with seven victories from 15, uh, a much more healthier looking um, points tally uh, than where they were slightly earlier in the season. Buckhurst Way sitting in 8th spot with 4 wins and 3 draws, giving them 15 points from 15 games. Very much a similar total, in fact it is the same points total at least, to Romford Flyers who sit just below them in ninth spot um, with 15 points but with a game in hand on Buckhurst Way. And the bottom two have been cut adrift somewhat. Norman Havering Borough sitting in 10th spot, uh, their sole victory so far this term uh, coming over the team below them and those two yet to meet again for a second time they have three points and bottom of the table Beckton Sporting Club um, no points yet from 14 games played of course their first season in existence so that brings to a close our Essex Alliance League roundup for the month of January looking at what's what's been played at the first part of the new year we look forward to bringing you another roundup of all the February action into March Um, in a few weeks' time. Goodbye for now. Hello and welcome to this Essex Sunday Corinthian Football League Roundup as we look at what the action has looked like in the month of January and look ahead to what is to come. We of course start in the senior division, which is led the way by Beatty's squad. They're now only unbeaten side left in the senior division who have won seven and drawn two of their opening games, giving them 23 points from nine games played. Sitting in second spot and last season's runners-up, in fact, Flyhouse Athletic, who have won five and drawn one of their eight games so far this term, giving them 16 points. So they sit seven points adrift, uh, but with a game in hand. Down in third place are Brook Athletic, who have four wins and two draws and just a sole defeat so far. So a side who you would expect will be forcing their way into that title picture and, of course, will need to win the big games against the sides around them. Down in fourth spot, and promoted critics have had an excellent run of form in recent weeks, including beating the reigning champions Hatch Lane in recent weeks. They've won three and drawn three of their opening fixtures, giving them uh, 12 points to their name. Then down in fifth spot, the reigning champions, as we just alluded to, Hatch Lane, um, 
won three and drawn two, but lost one now of their six games that they've played so far, um, giving them 11 points to their total. And that's almost an identical record to the to the very number to fly sitting in sixth place uh, with three wins, two draws, one defeat, and just a couple of goals different um, seeing them sit below them. Down in seventh spot, we find London All-Stars with three victories from 12 so far this term. Of course, the Corinthian Cup winners last season. Also on nine points are Total Football in eighth spot, who following promotion have won three of their 13. And at the bottom of the table, presently at least, sit Club 10-17 with uh, six points from their nine games. Um, Of course, they'll have a number of games in hand on the sides above and will want to use those to good effect. Into Division 1 now, and AC Milano lead the way, yes, still, as they have done for most of the season. Eight wins from eight, um, seven games of the season to go, I believe. Um, Six games, in fact. So they will probably need to win four out of those six in order to guarantee the league title. They have a maximum total so far of 24 points. Now, sitting in second, and the race for promotion is going to be hotting up as we move through. St. Augustine's sitting second with 18 points, five victories and three draws. Um, With third place Barking Riverside right up behind them, a point behind with three games in hand, five wins and two draws there for for the Riverside. Down in fourth spot, we find Benchviews, who have 14 points from 11 games played so far this term. So they have a total of three league games left to play, four victories and two draws there for the side from East Ham. And Embarking and Dagenham Wanderers have games in hand also, as do most of the sides around. Um, They have 10 points from nine games with three wins and a draw. New side to the league, Sinochi, sit in sixth spot again with games in hand. Eight points from eight, so they have... Uh, Six games left in their season to try and improve on their first ever league position in the competition. Now, County Cup quarter-finalist J.K. Silvertown unfortunately only uh, got as far as the quarter-final in the Essex Premier Cup. So they'll now revert to looking at their league form. Uh, They sit in seventh place uh, at this point in the season with one victory and four draws in the league. But their cup form, in recent weeks at least, has seen them improve quite drastically. Now, down in eighth spot, new side Wanstead. Um, just one win from their opening eight games of the of the of the year with the league, and they'll hope to improve on things in their remaining six games this term. But maybe the time is running out for them. We we shall see. Now down into Division Two, and a good battle forming here. Uh, the top two separated by three points. Debden Sports Reserves are the leaders as things stand. Nine wins and a draw, just a sole defeat there for Debden, giving them twenty eight points. Belfry, of course, know, know their way around the top end of a league table. 25 points, chasing down Debden with eight wins and a draw to their name. Just behind them, a little cluster of clubs who are there or thereabouts. Colbert Royals Seniors sit there with 23 points with seven wins and two draws. And just below them, Daglanta with games in hand, in fact, could, could move into the top three, perhaps even top two over the rest of the season. 21 points from 10 games. Down in fifth spot, and Condor, um, middle part of the season, excellent uh, after a bit of a difficult start, you might say. Six wins and two draws now for the side based in Hainault. They're up up into fifth. And just below them by three points are FC Galaxy, who have 17 points to their name. Five victories and two draws is is the way that they've got there. Just below them are Cloud9, who have eight games left in their season, 16 points in their total, five victories and a draw 
having them uh, having got those points. Down in eighth spot, and Ainsley have improved in the middle part of the season after, again, a difficult start. Five victories has carried them up into eighth spot with 15 points. Down in ninth spot, however, the side with a bucket load of games to play, um, having only played seven so far, ballers, East London ballers, due to their cup exploits. They have four wins from those seven, having given them 12 points. And the two sides sitting in the bottom two as things stand, Leightonstone Athletics sit three points adrift of safety um, with nine points, having accrued that from three victories. And Hyam Hill, five points further back um, with one win and a draw from their 14. So they have six games left, both of those sides, to try and save their season. Into Division 3 now, and AC Milano Reserves are the leaders here, following their first team's lead very much. They sit five points clear at the top of Division 3, 10 victories, two draws, one defeat, uh, which has come in the last few weeks, um, sees them sitting fairly comfortably on 32 points. A number of clubs chasing them, though. Sing Sabah barking, um, perhaps will rue a bit of a iffy start to the season, but they sit on 27 points with eight victories, three draws. You just wonder... If they'd have converted some of those draws into, into victories, who knows what might have happened. Valence United could move up into second spot. Game in hand, seven victories, three draws for them. They have 24 points. And down in fourth spot are Upshire Forest with seven wins themselves uh, and a draw giving them 22 points. So again, if they were to add, if they were to get the two, win those two games in hand, they would move into second. As could City Sight, um, who have are sitting fifth at the moment but have two or three games in hand on sides above them because of cup exploits. Six wins, two draws for the side there from Collier Row. Down in sixth place, JP8, cup semi-finalists in their first season. Five wins and four draws to their name. They sit relatively comfortably there in the middle of the table. Just a point above seventh place, Asianos Vets, who have 18 points from 13 from their six victories that they've accrued. And just below them, another cup semi-finalist, South Ilford Catholics, who have won five of their 15, giving them 15 points in the league. Um, but of course, we'll look very much forward to their semi-final coming up in a few weeks. Down at the bottom two, as things stand, are United Amateurs, who have 10 points. So they sit five points adrift of safety, albeit with a couple of games in hand. Um, they have three wins and, and a draw to their name. And Barkin, who sit bottom, just three games left of their season, uh, and having only accrued three points, they will practically need to win all three of those and hope for a number of favours. Into Division 4, and another another intriguing one, uh, where Colbert Royals Reserves are setting the, setting the total, really, for others to chase. Um, they've, they've played more games than most sides around them, played 14, won 11 and drawn three, unbeaten, um, the side there from Chigwell, giving them 36 points which is eight points clear of the nearest rivals. Warren Senior, who sit in second spot um, with 28 points, with nine wins and a draw. But of course, three games in hand. So those nine points, if they were to win their three games in hand, could be vital in trying to overhaul the leaders. But the other side, well amongst that, are third place Woodford Town, who have a very similar record to Warren Senior. Eight wins and a draw from 10. Um, and they also could could move above Colbrook by a single point if they were to win their games in hand. Goal difference there could become vital um, between those sides. Down in fourth place, we find Prospect Protégé, who have had a really good um, second season uh, in the competition. I think they've, they've done well to move up as high as fourth spot. They have 18 points 
which has come from their six victories in 13. Just below them are Byron Red Star, who do have games in hand. This is a bit of a common theme. Five wins from 11. They, of course, have games in hand. Could see the move up to fourth if they were to win those. Then we have a little cluster of clubs, another another two teams, in fact, on 15 points, beginning with sixth place Eastern Avenue, who have 15 points from 13. Also 15 points for Cardinals Athletic, who have five victories from 14 also. And that's four points clear of Silencio, who are cup semi-finalists um, this season as well. Despite their, uh, their issues in the league, they have done well in the cups. Three victories and two draws, um, giving them 11 points. Uh, a point below them are Horse and Well, who are a point, of, a point of drift there of safety uh, with four games to go in their season. With Kit Out London sitting a point further back from them, uh, very congested at the bottom end of the table. Eight games to go, uh, sorry, six games to go in their season, three victories uh, from their 12. Into Division 5 now, and oh, this one really is a is a cracker of a, of a, of a title race. Um, Coppice Row presently sit top um, with 28 points from 14 games, but nine win, uh, sorry, nine wins and a draw, but four defeats there. Probably going to be the side who, who set the path, set the total for others to chase as the season comes to a conclusion. The two teams really with the ambition to chase that down begins with Royal Lions B, who sit on 26 points, so just two points behind the leaders with two games in hand quite crucially there in that race but also Manford Way sitting third um, again with uh, 25 points so a game in hand on Royal Lions and three games in hand on Coppice probably still in their hands albeit they did um, suffer defeat at the weekend then we move down to fourth place Mansfield Rangers who are still very much amongst it themselves sitting level on points with the lead um, the third place Manford Way on 25 points so again you expect that they will play a role here somewhere. A bit of a gap then down to the next group of clubs who begins with fifth place Alpha, who has said had that excellent result against the league leaders at the weekend. Six wins and a draw there for the side from East London. And then we move down into sixth place where Athletic Newham, who are cup semi-finalists, I would add, in the Division 5 Cup. They have five wins and a draw, seeing them comfortably sitting in the middle of the table. Then we have Mayan Baker EC, who are... Essex Cup quarterfinals this coming weekend. So they have games to make up on the sides around them because of those those efforts. Four wins and two draws there for the side based in Dagenham. Cup holders, Lonsdale went out of the competition at the weekend. Um, so they'll now be able to focus on their league form. Three victories and four draws there for the side in Dagenham. And then a bit of a gap down to uh, ninth place Young Royals, who are on 10 points from 15 with three wins and a draw. And just below them, a couple of points, Hainal Athletic, who have got seven games of their season left. Only won one so far this year, but five draws tells you that they know how to hang in games at least. And bottom of the table, albeit with games in hand, uh, on a lot of sides around them, in fact, three games and five games on the two sides above them. Two wins and a draw. Ace Athletics sitting presently on seven points. Down into Division 6 now. And this one is almost wrapped up, you'd say. Woodford Town Reserve sit top of the table uh, with 42 points from 15 games played. 14 victories, just one solitary defeat there. Um, so sitting 10 points clear with the second best place team um, having four, point, uh, four games left. 
Um, so really, one more victory for Woodford Town would be enough for them to take their maiden league title. Chingford Athletic, though, won't give up the ghost. They are the side sitting in second place and hopefully looking to be the side promoted with Town. They have 10 wins and two draws from their name. A much improved season for Chingford there, giving them 32 points. Down in third place, an informed Mayfield Kings have risen as high as third spot now with a great run of form in the league, which has seen them collect 25 points with eight wins and a draw. And they've moved above Valence United, who are down to fourth now. Um, seven wins and three draws for the Dagenham Bay side, giving them 24 points. And just uh, below them are Epping Royals, who are cup semi-finalists. Seven wins and a draw there for the side based at Stonards Hill. Um, and a couple of points, four points, in fact, below them. London Legacy sit in sixth spot. They are also Cup semi-finalists. Six wins and seven defeats there for the side in Loughton. A bit of a gap then down to the sides who are trying to avoid the drop. Seventh place, Bryman's Park, have 14 points from 15 games. Four wins and two draws there. You'd probably favour them to be one of the sides to avoid the drop. Um, but Mexico B are also fighting hard in 8th place. 5 wins from 14 games, giving them 12 points in the, in the league. Um, but 2 points behind them and 2 points there for a drift of safety are ninth place Titans United, who picked up a win at the weekend, a vital win in fact, um, to put them a little bit closer to safety uh, with a game in hand, of course, on the team above. They have 10 points. And Barking Colts are pretty much in the last chance saloon now, you might say. They are bottom with two wins and just the six points to their total. So they are really looking to need to win probably three out of their remaining four and hope for things around them to go in their favour. Lastly, into Division 7, and as I say, these, these title races are quite something this season. Um, Debden Sports A are the side currently occupying top of the table spot with 11 wins from 14, a great run of form they're on at the moment, uh, which has seen them into the semi-final of the Cup, and of course top of the league with 33 points. But Ridgeway Rovers have a game in hand on them, they sit in second, also in the semi-final of the Cup too, so they have 31 points with 10 wins and a draw, so very tight at the top. And the other side to be very much amongst it are Colbert Royals A, who have nine wins and a draw from 13. So they have seven games left of their season to try and impact on things above. Sneaking up from behind are fourth place Ping City Phoenixes, though, who have only played 11. So they've got nine games left to go and big games against the sides above them too. Eight wins and two draws there, giving them 26 points uh, and very much hopes of trying to impact those top two spots. Down in fifth place, we find Warren United, who were one of the sides involved in the top three for most of the early part of the season, but have fallen away ever so slightly in recent weeks. 26 points there for the side based in Hainault. Um, quite a sizable gap then down to the next group of clubs, um, beginning with Emerson and Upminster, who have 14 points from 13 games, four victories and two draws for the side from Upminster. And just above them, uh, below them, are the another cup semi-finalists. In fact, two cup semi-finalists. Epping Forest Falcons down in seventh spot with 12 points from 12 games, uh, which have come from four wins in the league. And Gatcliffe, also semi-finalists in the cup, have picked up 11 points from their uh, 14 games with three victories and two draws. Two teams sit on nine points, which are FC Leighton Stone Reserves, 
with three victories and also Zone 4 Athletic also with three victories, both of those on nine. With Royal Lion C, the side holding up the, the rest um, very much so. Just three points though behind with two wins from ten. So that brings to a close our roundup of all the action from January in the Essex Sunday Corinthian Football League. We look forward to bringing you another report in a few weeks' time. Bye-bye for now. Hello, it's uh, Joe doing the Hearts Advertiser Sunday League section of the Celt Podcast. Um, big, big week of results this week. Um, literally everyone played apart from one, I can see here. Um, double headers, big cup uh, games and big results. Couple of double figure score lines. And we've got loads of fixtures for this coming Sunday. So... I'll start, I'll get straight in it. Um, last week I said Phoenix was playing FYP in a double header. That never actually happened in the end. It was a single game which um, I was slightly confused with. Um, but nonetheless, it was a single game and Phoenix won comfortably 7-0. I was expecting a Phoenix win. Um, I think it might have been tougher in a double header for them. Um, but yeah, 7-0 win for Phoenix and they go marching on. Uh, six Bells also in a doubleheader against Mermaid. I did have this down as a Six Bells uh, win in both games. Um, and they did uh, 3-0 in the first game and 1-0 in the second game. So a bit closer in the second game, but very good uh, six points for Six Bells. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so they've climbed right up the table. And Plough and Harrow versus Wheat Hampstead. It's a Wheat Hampstead Wanderers away walkover. So they get the points there, Plough and Harrow. Unable to field a side, um, unfortunate for them. I wish they could have done that a few weeks ago when they played us and they won. But yes, yeah, so we absolutely get the win. Um, in Division 1, Pinewood 1, the ball 7. Welling Warriors 4, Phoenix 0. Brookman's Park Reserves 1. Six Bells Reserves 5. Big result for Six Bells there. Um, Mermaid 2, TNF 4. Back-to-back, result, back-to-back wins there for TNF, so well done to them. Saints FC with the scoreline, the biggest scoreline of the day, 12-0 against Ocean's 11, but they should have been called Ocean's 10 this week as they only fielded 10 men. Um, and Stratford Arms Reserves losing 3-2 to Welling Rangers. I think that we're going to be quite um, disappointed with that. I, if, you, if you don't know, I, I'm the chairman of Stratford Arms. Uh, the, yeah, the first team in the reserves, obviously. Um, so, yeah, we've we've lost ground. We were top of the league, but uh, six bells go top now. So, yeah, well done to them. Um, into Division 3, Hearts Vets 2, the wrestlers 1. Marshallwick 1, Royster Rangers 2. Rosen Crown, Mosquito 4, Hatfield Comets 4. And St. George 1, Wheat Hampstead 0. St. George is closing in on that title um, to get promoted um, with a 1-0 win. In Division 4... London Coney United 1, Hatfield Seniors Reserves 0, Royston Rangers Reserves 0, Auburn Dynamo Reserves 10. Massive result there for Auburn Dynamo. Um, and Stockford, Stockford Rovers 7, Monday Night Football Club 0. In the Charity Cup, there was a game, Hatfield Seniors against Bournemouth Social, but it got abandoned. I'm not sure why. Um, if it's an injury, hopefully the player gets well soon. But yeah, it just says abandoned here. That's all I know. Um, in the Reserve Cup, uh, Phoenix A1, Welling Warriors Reserves 7. Uh, big win there for Welling Warriors Reserves. 
Um, in the Jim Lynch Trophy, Brookman, uh, Boreham Wood Rovers 5, XL nil. Routine when they're for Boreham Wood, they've really turned a corner. Well done to them. Little Heath 1, Brookman's Park nil. Now that is a shock result. Um, well done to Little Heath. Um, but Brookman's Park, they've uh, no winning three now, if uh, my memory serves correct. So they're going to look to get back to winning ways. And then the Deakin White... Uh, Stratford Arms versus Luton Celtic. Um, it was a repeat of last year's final where we lost 5-0 to Luton Celtic. And I think we sort of said after that, well, this isn't going to happen to us again. I said it was going to be a close game um, and it was a close game to be fair, but the scoreline doesn't show that. We won We won 4-1. Um, great result for us. Um, and we go into the next round against St. Joe's from Luton. All the highlights are on uh, YouTube as well. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel at Stratford Arms FC um, to see that and other, um, other highlights from games this season. Okay, into the fixtures for this week. Big game. The first one I'm reading out is a big one. Brookman's Park versus Six Bells. Brookman's Park, they're going to want to get back to winning ways. Um, but Six Bells are on fire. It's going to be a close one, this one. Uh, I'm going to have to sit on the fence. I'm going to have to go draw. Um, Little Heath against Harpton Colts Old Boys and Wheathampton Wanderers versus Bournemouth Rovers. In Division 1, uh, Welling Warriors versus The Bull. Wheathampton uh, Wanderers Reserves versus XLFC. In Division 2, it's Mermaid Reserves versus Brookman's Park Reserves. TNF versus Saints FC. In Division 3, just the one game, it's uh, Royston Rangers versus The Wrestlers. And in Division 4, it's just the one game. It's uh, Hatfield Seniors Reserves versus Stotfold Rovers. Uh, there's some County Cup action as well, which I was unaware of. Hartford Club de Football versus Hearts Vets. So good luck to Hearts Vets uh, flying the Hearts Ad flag. In the Intermediate Cup, we've got uh, London Coney United versus Wenning Rangers. Marshall Wick Rovers versus Stratford Arms FC. And Six Bells Reserves versus St George. In the Jim Lynch Trophy, we've got FYP versus the Plough and Harrow and Phoenix versus Mermaid. And finally, in the Reserve Cup, we've got Auburn Dynamo's Reserves versus Phoenix A and Wellamore's Reserves versus Royston Rangers Reserves. That's everything for me. Thanks a lot. This is Andrew Gidley with the NRG Kent County Football League Roundup, starting with the results. In the Premier Division, Bexley 1, Bermondsey Town 2, Borden Village 1, Idehill 0, Cucks 91 4, Welling Park 2, Halls 2, Hawkins Town 3, Kent United 8, Ashford 0, New Romney 1, Peckham Town 3. Division 1 Central and East, AFC Rangers 0, Kings Hill 3, Hollands and Malay Reserves 3, Oxford United 2, Minster Reserves 0, Woodnesborough 0, Whitstable Town under 23 6, Lordswood Reserves, nil. In Division 1 West, Brighton Roach Reserves, 3. Crayford Arrows, nil. Danson Sports, 5. Bromleyans, 2. Langley Sports, nil. Falconwood, 11. Metrogas, 1. Sporting Club, Thamesbury Reserves, nil. Parkwood Rangers, 1. Equinocchial, 1. Division 2 Central and East, Baypoint, 5. Sittingbourne Reserves, nil. Paddockwood, 7. Tunbridge Wells Reserves, 2. Division 2 West, Crockenhill, 1. AMG Ballers, 1. Fleetdown United Reserves 3, Farnborough Boys Guild 0.
Division 3, Central and East, Lidtown Reserves 2, Larkwood Reserves 2, Tankerton 4, Charing 0. In Division 3, West, Dartford Celtic 3, AFC Lewisham 1, Dulwich Village 1, Ide Hill Reserves 4. In the Bill Mantlow Interregional Challenge Cup quarterfinals, Gurunanak 3, Long Lane 2, Slodden Town Reserves 5, Deal Town Reserves 1. Tenterton Town nil, Stansford OMB 1, Minster 1, Fleetdown United 2. In the Les Lecky Cup quarterfinals, Aylesford 6, Cuxon 91 reserves 1, Boca Juniors 5, Selinge 1, FC Revo 2, Chillum nil, Locomotive Canterbury 3, Tenterton Town reserves 2. In the Barrybarndot West Kent Challenge Shield, second round, Bromleyans reserves nil, Agenda 3, that match played at Agenda. In the Seven Oaks Senior Charity Cup quarter-final, Orpington nil, Southborough 2. And in the Vets matches in Division 1, Fox 3, Rubicon Limerick 2. And Corians 3, Sheppard United 2. In Division 2, Cobham Colts 4, Medway United 2. MPE 2, Vinters 1. In Division 3, Biddenden 1, Hollands and Blair 11. Lennon Wanderers 2, Old Smardonians 6. Moving on to the roundup, Luke Reeves' hat trick sent Hawkins Town top of the Premier Division after a 3 2 win over top two rivals Halls on Saturday. Reeves put them in front with his first after six minutes before Ryan Golding and skipper Ashwin Marhill scored for the second week running to put Halls 2 1 in front at half time. It stayed that way until Reeves struck again seven minutes from time and then completed his hat trick 25 for the season with a late third. Only Halls' third home loss in 13 matches. 16-year-old goalkeeper Connor Fowler made his debut for Hawes in the game. Manager Mike Sheridan picked out defender Teddy Nelson and Reeve as Hawkins' men of the match. He said, I think Teddy won about 50 headers in the game and gave us a platform. Luke's first was a candidate for goal of the season, while the two others were scored under pressure and just quality. Reeve and Golding have scored 45 goals in 46 games, while Danny Rowe has 16 from 21 following his 38-minute first-half hat-trick, which sealed Cuxton's 4-2 home win against Welling Park. Defending champions Borden Village extended their winning league run to seven matches, a run which stretches back to early December, Jack Cousins' third of the season, getting their first-half winner to be Ide Hill. Tom Cullen, Cameron McMillan, Reg Stacey and substitute Sam Hussain all scored twice as Kent United trounced Ashford 8-0. Nicky Meter, Hassan Omar and Chris Webber netted in Peckham Town's 3-1 away win at New Romney. Man of the match, Jack Bone for New Romney with the reply. And Tyrick Grant scored twice as Bermondsey Town clinched their first away of the season 2-1 at Bexley. Moving on to Division 1 in Central and East, the top three all not in action at the weekend. Emmanuel Ogunowa hit his first of the season as Kings Hill won 3-0 at AFC Rangers. Harvey Bridges scored twice as Whitstable Town under-23s beat Lordswood Reserves 6-0. Two goals in three minutes by George Williams and top scorer Morgan Arnott helped Holland and Blair Reserves beat Oxford United 3-2. In the West... Harry Rothwell hit four as Falkenwood won 11-0 at Langley Sports. Seven of them scored in the first half. Langley Sports described the defeat as character building. We have to lick our wounds and rally ourselves for next week's challenge, they tweeted. A trip to Craford Arrows in what is a third versus second bottom contest. Metricast lead by a point. Mo Mansare netting the winner to beat third place Sporting Club Tendred Reserves. Cameron Sargent hit his fifth of the season as Brighton Roach Reserves beat Craford Arrows 3-0. 
Paul Anungwe and Sean Nichols netted their first. Harry Main scored twice as Danson Sports followed up their long wait for a first win with another 5-2 at home to Bromleyans, while Frankie Cox and Gustavo Ramirez both hit their first of the season for the respective clubs as Park Rangers drew one, Parkwood Rangers drew 1-1 at home to Equinocchial. Two games, 14 goals in Division 2 Central and East. James Olawabi's hat-trick and two by James Hall and bottom club Paddock Wood, their first win of the season, beating Tunbridge Wells Reserve 7-2 in the bottom two meeting, while Terrell Milford scored twice as Bay Point beat Sittingbourne Reserves 5-0. In the West, Ryan Dunningham scored twice as Fleetdown United Reserves beat Farm Royal Boys to go joint top with Glebe Reserves. Croggenhill followed up their first win last month with another point, Leighton Davis earning the 1-1 draw at home's AMG Ballers, who led through Rashar Samuel's 14th goal of the season. In Division 3 Central and East, Will Richards scored his 9th of the season as Tankerton beat Charing 4-0. Joe Lehman scored on his first start for Lidtown Reserves in their 2-2 home draw against Larkford and New Hyde Reserves. Ashley Dawson hidden his 5th for the visitors. Adam James scored for the 12th time this season as Hill Reserves won 4-1 at Dulwich Village to go 2nd. And Kobe Stickland and Kim Maloney both hit their third of the season as Dartford Celtic beat AFC Lewisham 3-1. There was quarter-final action in both the Bill Mantlow Interregional Challenge Cup and Les Leckie Cup. In the Bill Mantlow, Ryan Thompson's hat-trick sealed Snodland Town Reserve's 5-1 win over informed Division 1 rivals Deal Town Reserves, four of the goals scored in the second half. Leon Hassani scored twice in the second half, including a 93rd-minute winner to confirm Fleetdown United's 2-1 victory at Minster. Substitute Todd Jordan made it 1-1 just past the hour mark, eight minutes after Hassani's opener. Joe Stowell's second of the season was the winner to send Stansfield through 1-0 at Tenterton Town. And Luke Pollard scored twice as Guru Nanak's injury-time winner beat Long Lane 3-2. Carl Bingley hit both for Lane. In the Les Leckie, Bailey Pierce hit two as Ellsford beat Cuxton 91 Reserve 6-1. Shukwan Amataj and Teddy Deverson netted two each for Boca Juniors in the 5-1 win against Selinge. Two from Mason Nutt clinched Locomotive Canterbury's 3-2 victory over Tenterton Town Reserves. And Joel Lawson's first half double sent FC Revo through to the last four, winning 2-0 against Chillum. Meanwhile, in the Kent Intermediate Cup, Harry Andrews' hat-trick and five assists from MOM Sammy Carter ensured Deal Town Reserve's place in the semi-finals, beating Herne Bay under-23s 7-2 last week. Welcome back for your latest round-up of the Southern Veterans Football League, part of the Selt Grassroots podcast. <clears throat> Let's get straight into last week's results for the 3rd of February. Um, kicking off with Division 1, just the one league fixture in Div 1 last week, um, which was a game I played in. So, Hollington versus LSU. Um, obviously, with the sad news of Lenny Piper passing away, um, who was connected with Hollington. Um it was a, a sad day, obviously, for Hollington, um, but they represented their fellow teammate and uh, friend extremely well um, throughout the day um, with a minute silence and T-shirts and everything. So um, it was 
very well respected. I think it's all over socials, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, by both teams. And uh, the game was played in good spirit as well. Um, but to the result, um, that wasn't the part they enjoyed, possibly. Well, they wouldn't have done. They lost. So it was, yeah, Hollington nil, LSU 2. Um, kind of, I think we played them, although I've not played in many of it. It's been in... Um, the last three games so it was good to get back on the winning ways for LSU so straight into Division 2 just one result in that one as well for the league SSP Athletic 2 Parkwood Rangers 1 um, moving into Division 3 X-Blues versus Kingsdale was a free all draw um, New Park versus South East Athletic was a convincing 7-0 win for New Park Um it would have been a, a good strength now. The first team's dropped to help some of the players. I'm sure will be helping out the uh, the New Park team in Division Three. So we could see a good end to the season for for them in Division Three. Um, into Division Four, Cudham United Three, Warren Athletic Six, Sydenham Sports Four, Greenwich Challenge Nil. Um, that helping Sydenham Sports that. That victory because they've still got two games in hand, which could put them top if they were to win both. Um, into Division Five, um, Kamazi Strikers versus AFC Lewisham was a five-all draw. Um, Blythe Hill Four, SP Athletic Second Eleven One, um, LSU Mavericks Two, Corrigas Phoenix Two. Into Division Six. Crayford Arrows 2, Wellington Park 5, LSU Seniors 3, Slade Green Knights 0, and Orpington versus Seagas was a 2-2 draw. Division 7, AFC Greencourt 1, Gravesham Borough B2, Farnborough Old Boys 1, Petswood Seniors 0, Old Peppies 2nd 11 2, Wallenham Super Vets nil. Um, there was a number of cup fixtures, um, sorry, results as well. But so starting off with the Beckenham Hospital Charity Cup, um, Borden Sports Old Boys five, South East Athletic second eleven nil. There's a couple of big losses for the um, South East Athletic setup over the weekend across their their two teams. Um, They'll be looking to obviously get back to anyways next week throughout the club. Um, right. Still in a Beckenham Hospital, Sherry Cup. There's a few more results, so here we go. Um, Kawuya um, versus Who Veterans Red was given as a home walkover. Um, Greenway's Aces won. Sporting Club Thamesmead 3. Hollington Legends 2. Long Lane 2. And... Hollington Legends running out fire free victors on penalties. Um, two big victories elsewhere in this cup. Uh, Longlands Athletic versus Johnson and Phillips, 8 1 to Johnson and Phillips. And the same scoreline in the Seymour Villa game versus Seagas, um, an 8 1 victory for Seagas in that one. Um, so that's your. Uh, Beckham Hospital Cup um, into the Chairman's Cup one result there Borden Sports Old Boys Red 5 Chips did 2 
in the SVFL Senior Cup, Catford Wanderers to Metro Gas 4 and into the Kent Veterans Cup, Baypoint, first 11-1, Wallingham A3 and then one that doesn't actually say what it is, it just says other fixtures, so it's, it is a cup because Metropolitan Police 4 are not in any of our divisions. Um, but, yeah, so Metropolitan Police 4 um, area, weird name, isn't it? Um, versus Hayden Youth Association, that was a four-all draw. But it doesn't say, obviously, if there was penalties, whatever, I have no idea what it's for. Um, but obviously Hayden Youth are in our divisions, so... Um, yeah, that's all I can say. Don't really know. Um, right, let's look ahead at something we can be clear about, which is the fixtures for next Saturday, the 10th of February. Um, not many, again, not many league fixtures in the top divisions. Um, in Division 1 and, and 2, there's only two games in each division. So... Kicking off with Division 1, Independent versus Hollington. Um, this will be interesting, actually, to see if this goes ahead. Um, Independent have had their recent fixtures postponed um, for their first team, and I don't know whether that is because they can't field a side or anything or or not, um, and I haven't really heard anything to say what's going on with them. Um, but, yeah, that's a fixture at the minute. I know other fixtures... Last week they was postponed, and for next week, uh, for the week after, I already know. I think for the seventeenth is is already postponed. Um, and LSU we went to Pam a couple of weeks ago, and again that was postponed. So I don't, I have no idea. I'm guessing there's issues. Um, players have left, I know that, and they obviously haven't been getting good results. So we will see. Let's hope that's not another team from Division One that's folded. That'd be three teams in a season, which is just pretty crap, and that. Um, elsewhere in Division 1 this will be a good game I, I believe um, Charcoal versus Metro Gas down at Elton Town so if you haven't got a game I would say if you want to see some decent football um, yeah that's the one to get to if you haven't got a game Charcoal versus Metro Gas at Elton Town 2 o'clock kickoff. Um I might try and get myself there um, although I'm supposed to have other plans but I'll see what I can do Right, into Division 2. Um, Bow Street Runners versus LSU Legends. Um, Parkwood Rangers versus SP Athletic. Into Division 3. Borden Sports versus Johnson and Phillips. Um, X Blues versus Bromleyans. Hollington Legends versus New Park. That'll be a decent game as well, actually. Um... And Southeast Athletic versus Kingsdale. Um, into Division 4, Norwood Lakers versus Cudham United, Sporting Croydon versus Greenways Aces, and Sydenham Sports versus Independent Second Eleven. 11. Um, into Division 5, AFC Lewisham versus Westrum Seniors, LSU Mavericks versus Sporting Club Thamesmead, Old Pepe's first eleven versus Kamalzi Strikers, um, and SB Athletic second eleven versus Blythe Hill. Um, Division six: Chipstead versus Slade Green Knights, Crayford Arrows versus Longlands Athletic, 
Welling Park versus Alpington. And then Division 7, AFC Greencourt versus Farnborough Old Boys. Guru Nanak versus Old Peppies, second 11. Seymour Villa versus Gravesham Borough B. Warningham Super Vets versus Borden Sports Old Boys Red. Um, some cup fixtures. Um, Warningham, so this is to- all Division 1. Get my teeth in. All Division 1 Cup fixture in the Beckenham Hospital Charity Cup is Warningham versus Sporting Santos. Um, into the Chairman's Cup, Seagas versus Petswood Seniors and South East Athletic. Second 11 versus Bromley Super Vets. And last but not least, in the SVFL Junior Cup, Catford Wanderers Old Boys versus Hayden Youth Association. So that is it. That's your results for last week and your fixtures for this upcoming weekend, the 10th of February. Um, Yeah, so good luck to all teams with a game. Say there's some decent games. If you haven't got one to get out, um, some some key ones being Charcoal against Metrogas. Um, is well worth a look, possibly if you can, and um, if not, maybe get along to watch Hollington versus um, New Park. So yeah, good luck to all teams, and uh, we'll catch up again next week. Cheers. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for matches played on Sunday the fourth of February. In the Premier Division, SC Unicorn won for the first time this season against the team directly above them in the table, Forza Watford. And they had to do it the hard way, coming back from 5-2 down at half-time to win 7-5. Forza went 2-0 up after only just 11 minutes from Giuseppe Delgado from Giuseppe Delgado. But Max Halcombe grabbed one back just two minutes later when he headed home a Danny Warwick corner. However, within four minutes, the two-goal lead was restored thanks to a goal from Delgado, whom completed his hat-trick. The goals continued to flow when Crazy Mazovic made it 3-2 just before the half-hour mark when he pounced on a keeper error. But Forza looked to have put the game beyond Unicorn by half-time when they added two more before the break through Greg Bishop and Clayton Blake. If the game looked to be over after the first 45 minutes, it clearly wasn't as a revitalised Unicorn netted twice in the opening nine minutes of the half to make it 5-4. First, Danny Warwick headed home a Jamie Calvin free kick and it was the same two who combined again as Calvin pounced on a loose ball and found Warwick who fired into the bottom corner from 12 yards. With Unicorn now on top, they then equalised thanks to a second uh, defensive mix-up of the game by Forza when a defender headed the ball past his own keeper, following Mark Welling's long throw. 
Danny Warwick grabs his hat-trick to give his team the lead for the first time in the game. And then, deep into added on time, Crazy Mazovic won a penalty and duly dispatched it to complete the famous comeback by Unicorn. North Watford defeated Glen Sports and Social Club 4-2 to move seven points clear at the top of the table. The game was effectively over by the break as North Watford scored three times unanswered. Gerton Goxman gave them the lead, slotting past the onrushing keeper. Darrell Brown then doubled the lead, guiding home a corner, before Lee Armit raced through from the halfway line, beating three defenders before firing home into the roof of the net. At the start of the second half, Glenn pulled themselves back into the game. Thanks to goals from George Baker and a penalty from Lewis Putman. Before North Watford sealed the win with a penalty of their own from Ashley Lewis. In Division 1, Chalfont Saints now have an 8 point advantage at the summit after they beat 4th place the cross 3-0. After a goalless first half, the deadlock was broken from an unlikely source. Goalkeeper Kennedy Newbert, who scored direct from his own goal kick when it bounced before go- once before going over the head of his opposition's number for a truly bizarre goal. Saints' new signing Connor Spinks then netted twice on his debut to seal an important three points for the league leaders. Soccer, in second place, kept up the chase after they beat Langleybury 7-0, with five of the seven goals coming in the first half. The first goal was an own goal, the second coming when Jordan Austin set up George Kofi to score. The third came with Kofi's second of the game and when he scored from 18 yards. The fourth goal soon followed from a volley by Micah Burton, and the fifth arrived before the break when Stevie Dowling chipped the keeper from around 20 yards out. In the second half, Jordan Austin saw a penalty saved, but he made some amends when once he once again set up George Kofi to net to complete his hat-trick. The final goal came when Liam Mason scored from a penalty. CF Watford Continentals achieved the fourth league win of the season after beating Cheshire United 2-1. Alex Bushnell and Matthew Shaw both netted well-taken efforts in the first half. Chess, through Jamie Ivory, pulled a goal back early in the second half, but despite heavy pressure and several missed chances, CF held on for all three points. Batchworth are still bravely battling to stay in the division, and the bottom place side did pick up a third draw of the season and a sixth point overall after a 1-1 draw with Old Falarians. Falarians took the lead in the first half a corner in from the left from Jake Entwistle caused havoc in the box before going in off Batchworth's Dylan Chamberlain.
Matchworth equalised in the second half, thanks to half-time sub Hugh Phillips, who scored from 20 yards. In Division 2, Everett Rovers have a six-point lead at the top of the table and remain unbeaten this season, as they beat second from bottom Dunbar 7-3. Their goals came from Jordan Stanley, hat-trick, a brace from Lucas Roberts and a single from Archie Potton and the goal of the game from Harry Durbin. Jay Haynes scored his own double for Dome alongside a goal from James Armstrong. West Hearts beat bottom-placed Abbott's Wanderers to move into second place. Dylan Caton scored twice along with goals from Brandon Williams and Roscoe Tebbs with Andy Denyer replying for the home side. Francis George beat Hertfordshire Athletics 6-4. Dexter Franklin Beck scoring twice, with Tom Minton, Daniel Watts, Gary Hennick and Brett Beaumont scoring for the home side. The four goals for Athletic came from Daniel Linfield with a double, and a goal each for Evan King and Jack McLaughlin. And this means Athletic are actually the division's highest goal scorers with 20, sorry, with 41 goals, one more than leaders Everett, despite only sitting in sixth place in the division. In Division 3, Brickettwood Acorns moved up three places and away from the wrong end of the division after a 5-0 home win over Abbott's Athletic, who have fallen to second from bottom. Alex Michael scored a hat-trick with Jack Micklewright netting twice. ASC Watford and Everett Rovers Reserves shared the points after a 2-2 draw. Peter Rock and Evan Quinn scoring for the home side, with Regan Weiser and Cody Chamberlain replying for the visitors. In the Eric Hand Challenge Cup third round, Holder St. Joseph's won the All-Premier Division affair against Abbott's Langley 4-2. The opening goal from Ronnie Blagden saw him loft the ball over the keeper's head. A second shortly followed as he hit his goal of the game from a free kick outside the box. Abbotts pulled a goal back when good play from Karshi Nakuku left Ben Knights with an easy finish. But Joe's extended their lead before the break after Mitchell Clock, sorry, Clock flicked the ball home. Bragdon completed his hat trick midway through the second half, before Abbott scored a second after a long ball caused a defensive mix-up, allowing Ben Knights to score his second of the game. First Division Watford Sports defeated Second Division Inter 5-2. Harry Foley opened the scoring, and a second followed soon when Taylor Kemp followed up on his own penalty to double the lead. Inter pulled one back before half-time from Gabriel Casagrande. Then, in the second half, it started well for sports as Luke Carter slotted into the bottom left corner. Inter netted 
a second goal of the game, this time a penalty scored by Sam Conway. But that was as good as it got for the home side, as sub Connor Cummins had decided and scored with a finish into the top left corner. And the scoring was topped off when Joe Bragdon fired home hard and low into the bottom left. In the Terry Devereaux President's Cup first round, W.D. Bushy are the final team through from the first round after they beat Casbury Rangers 3-0 in the All-Premier Division tie. All the goals came in the second half. First, Hodgi Almeida Jacone broke the deadlock 10 minutes into the half when he beat three Casby players before finding the back of the net. Jake Toomey's doubled, doubled the lead with a calm finish from inside the box after playing a 1-2 with Massinio Sinisi. And it was Sinisi who finished the scoring in some style with a fine effort from outside the area. In the Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup second round, Chorleywood AFC racked up 14 goals against PTH United. Steve Quarrington and Jordan Allen both scored hat-tricks. Dennis Fisbian and George Blanks twice each, with other goals coming from Neil Pearson, Dan Cardozo, Adam Casey and Joe Bazins. St. Joseph's Reserves beat Sparta Phoenix 3-2. John Knott, Robbie Tocker and Luke Stallard with the Joes goals, with Nelson Gomez and Philip Clark replying for Phoenix. Watford Youth Sports overcame Dunning's Bar 3-1, thanks to goals from the two Ollie... Thanks to goals with two from Ollie Frost and one from Ollie Brown, with Frost scoring first twice. Dunning's reply came from Flynn Duncan. Shirley Wood and Carpenter's Park Royals required penalties to separate them after a 1-1 draw after 90 minutes. Keith McAspin and Bernardo Silva with the goals for each side before Royals edged it through with a 4-3 shootout. That's it for this week's results and uh, match reports. And we'll be back with you next week with all the reports and goals for the games played on Sunday the 11th of February. So that is it. The end of another show. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Baldwin Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, the Grassroots Graphics and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show and I'll see you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.